Good morning. It is Sunday, November 23rd. We're getting so close to Thanksgiving. Um, I decided to come down here this morning, do a podcast before I get into some of my Sunday things. Um, I've gone through the Ask FM, ask.fm backslash my leak teal and through some of the questions. I'm going to answer those today as well. But I wanted to post one that someone asked about. They said they noticed in a podcast that I said that I have worked for a bunch of celebrities and high profile executives and what I found to be the common denominator in all of those people. And so I decided to take this and make it a podcast. Um, you can continue to ask me questions. There are some questions that just move me um, differently than others. And so keep asking me so that I can keep having podcast topics. Um, it's always nice when I can give you what you want versus what I want you to have, um, which I don't know, I think I'm running out of things to tell you, or maybe I'm not, but if you ask me, I can help. I'm drinking coffee. Number one that I noticed is I have rise time. I have worked for, so I started off my career in entertainment. So I worked for the vice president of music, the, the PR person who launched American Idol. She represented Motley Crue, Linkin Park, Prince, Christina Aguilera, Alanis Morissette, I mean, Jewel, um, I mean, Vanessa, what is this, uh, was her name Vanessa Branch, I think? I mean, Travis Barker, Tommy Lee, we worked with, I worked with Paul Wall, Exhibit, um, I mean, the list, and I'm pretty sure Prince, I have forgotten so many people, we worked with, we did Clyde Davis's pre-Grammy party, she worked with a ton of people. And then after that, I left to go work with Travis Barker for about a year before I moved to Atlanta and started doing my own thing. And then I worked with other celebs along the way. Um, I know Candy of Real Housewives, Kim. I worked with Kim on Real Housewives. Um, I, Elise Neal. I mean, I, over the time, I just have worked with and for so many different celebrities in so many different capacities um, and high-level executives. So I'm going to tell you what I've noticed. And the number one thing that I noticed is that the time that they wake up. I have never worked for a celebrity that was not emailing me before like six o'clock in the morning. And you would think they go to all these parties, they do all of these things all day and they still wake up very early. And I think that in addition to the time that they wake up, it's all in how their time is valued. And so I am very um, anal, if you will, about my time. My days are usually scheduled my days are usually scheduled to a T. So the only time that I really have to myself that doesn't belong to someone else during the day, and when I say belong to someone else, meaning I have to meet with someone, either meet with someone on my team, meet with another company or brand, meet with, I mean, there are so many pieces to my business. It's not just the people that work with me. It's the box people. It is the, the packing and shipping. It is the customer service, the store that gets open, the website, we're, we're building a new site, um, you know, where I just moved into an office, the tenants, the, like, you know, the neighbors, the landlord, I mean, carpet, when I tell you the sign, when I tell you that it doesn't stop, and then, you know, personal, like appointments, you know, nails, my days are scheduled to a T. So the time that really typically is just mine to have is in the front end. So if I want quiet time or time to do something for myself or just even if it's for my business or do I have to do it before my day starts that's before my workout so I work out at 7 30 
So I have to, I usually leave the house around 7, 15. Um, so anything before that, you know, I get dressed at 7. So I have until 7 a.m. in the morning to do what I want to do. And I usually don't get home from work until around 7 or 8. And then that is, those times on the end of the day are things that belong to me. But everything else in between belongs to everyone else. So celebs, their schedules, you know, are to a T. And so that's why when people are late and they don't respect my time, I pretty much lose it because if you are late by 15 minutes, you can throw off my day. If you are, if you are an hour late, you can throw off my day. So that is why I always say be an early riser and be ultra respectful of time. Um, you, once you become successful and your time is just, you know, managed down to the T, you, you get a greater respect for others' time. So just always be cognizant of other people's time, you know. Even, I, and I've said this in podcasts before, when you're reaching out to someone, always, you know, the number one way to get on someone's good side is to say, I want to be really respectful of your time. Um, can, how do you prefer you, I communicate with you? Is it email? Is it text? Is it whatever? And I have various methods that work for me. I typically like email for business because I can keep it and save it. And I and believe, I miss some of my emails. I get so many emails sometimes I don't even see some of them. So I say if I email you once, if you email me once and, and, it's, and you know it's something that I'll reply to and I don't, send another one. And then text message. I do like text. I don't even, I, I don't reply to all my text messages either because I can't. It's humanly impossible. Um, between all, you know, all of these communication methods, that's why I hope that people don't get upset when I don't reply. You try replying to email, phone calls, you know, if you think I got an office phone, I got a cell phone, text messages, all that. Um, but just, that's the number one thing you say, hey, I want to be respectful of your time. Let me hurry. Number two, celebrities are always constantly editing their circle. You know how it's like, so-and-so is friend, now they're not. I think that people are afraid to get rid of terminate relationships that are not working um you you see it all the time all these hollywood breakups all these hollywood friendship breakups it seems like scandal because they're able to sell it but i i process that as they immediately take notice when something or someone's not working out and they move on like there's this constant forward motion and so you know I, I would always see that. It was like, oh, they're, this is who they're rolling with now. Oh, they just made an edit. Oh, that person's not working. They don't let people hang around that don't deserve to be there. That takes me perfectly into number three, which is making swift decisions. They are constantly making game time decisions. I say all the time that, you know, you can't spend two weeks on something that needs to be decided in two hours. You really can't. Like, that is always my leadership method is make a decision. You know, everyone wants to come to me. My league, what are your thoughts on this? And I'm like, I don't have any thoughts. I don't have any thoughts. You have to decide because what you want to do by asking me is that you want me to sign up to take the hit if what you do fails. And that's not fair to me. And it's not fair to you. You don't get to go through life not making mistakes or trying to put the onus on me. And even if you make a mistake, it's not going to be the end of the world. It's like I encourage them to make mistakes and stop asking me for my opinion for every single thing. Like, I don't care if you put the picture on the right or the left side of the table. You know, it's like, what do you think works? And so encouraging people to make their own decisions and learn how to make them quickly. 
my favorite quote is is my favorite quote that I that I have made up is success is a series of swift decisions. You have to decide. If a guy you go out on a date and you knew in the first date that he's not it, it's like you're not feeling it. Stop. Stop dragging stuff out that you know you're not supposed to. Or if you get a dress or you try it on, oh, maybe if I lose weight, maybe if I try it on with this, honey, it's not working. It's not working. Stop. Stop and move on. Because what happens when you waste time like that is that you don't give yourself a chance to move on to something better, the better dress. There's something better out there, the better guy, the better job, the better opportunity. Make quick decisions. Number four is they are really in, into their appearance and image. Now, it's like, well, of course they have to be. They're celebrities and this is what you know they do. They, they are a part of their sort of job or their career. And, I'm, and you are too. Your appearance and your image matters. You know, you don't have to, while you don't have to spend as much money as they do and you know, the LIFO and all this and that, it's important. So one of my favorite books for this is, this is, it's It, I-T by Paula Froelich. And it's P-A-U-L-A. -A. Her last name is spelled F-R-O-E-L-I-C-H. Wonderful book on different things that you can do that she's noticed from celebrities that will work on your appearance. And one thing that I remembered is like, it's a good haircut. Whether your hair is straight or curly, a good cut in color, that doesn't just apply to our Caucasian sisters. That's for us as well. We need a good cut in color. Good cut in color will change your life. And then in, investing in a couple of pieces, clothing items that just have you always looking pulled together. So your image, you know, even if you're not big into makeup, maybe it's just mascara and a great gloss. Maybe you just do something to knock down the shine. But your appearance is going to open so many doors for you. So I encourage you to work on that, be concerned with that, get some help with that, and always be looking sharp and on point, you know, when you have work and business to handle. When you, if, when I'm out by myself, I think it always is last night, yesterday I was out at um, picking up some pans and stuff for Thanksgiving, and I ran into someone that's like, oh, you know, you look so familiar, you might leave, you on the curl box, I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, my... I don't believe in having my hair super neat all the time because that's just something I'm trying to work on with myself. Like fuzzy hair, my hair doesn't have to look perfect every day. I don't have to lay my edges down every day. I'm working on getting comfortable with my hair being a little fuzzy. It's okay. It can be a little tousled, whatever. So when I'm out, I'm looking regular, but when I know I got something to do, I make sure I'm on. Last thing, number five, is that celebrities really work on their relationships. You'll notice that so-and-so's friends with this person. When I work for Celeste, the number one thing that they would always do is like, oh my God, I really want to connect with this person, this other Celeste. I want to connect with that person. They always were connecting with different people and peers on their level or with some that work. And I think, you know, it's, it allowed them to, like I say, innovate as opposed to isolate themselves. Being a celebrity and being high level is insanely isolating. And so seeing them reach out showed me that it's really good to have alliances and you want to be if somebody else is a top dog it's great to know the other top dog and you guys can get together and do some top dog stuff together it's not about hey i'm on top i'm on top by myself i don't need anybody no 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 i've never seen them do that it's always like hey i really want to meet so and so i want to reach out to this person and you can, i mean look at oprah oprah has made a career basically connecting with high level people, celebs interviewing them on her show and thus becoming friends. And so, you know, 
I think that that is something that we can all take note of is to work on our relationships. We need people. Um, we don't have to be putting each other down all the time. It's so unnecessary. Um, I've never been a fan of that. Um, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not perfect. I'm not trying to say that I've never gossiped or said something or laughed at somebody because I, because I have, I will tell you that I am very conscious of the amount of time that I spend doing that. I'm very conscious of the things that I say, because I recognize that poisonous thoughts and words are like boomerang. Whatever I say or whatever I put out is just going to come right back to me. So why do I need to be making fun of someone when I'm essentially making fun of myself? You know, so I try to be aware of those things. It's really important. It helps me live lighter, sleep better. And it's just, it's, it's, it's just good, you know? And so I encourage you to do the same. Um, I had a great Sunday morning with you guys and I look forward to doing more podcasts. You guys have a really awesome week and a happy Thanksgiving. Bye.